entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 432. And it's Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Five days before the big CE. Four four days before the big CE. That goes on for a while. It right. goes on forever. CE stands for Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. Let's not let's not abuse the sound. Board. And there's Ruben. <sighs> so the gang's all here. Obviously, you heard Layton go uh, give the introduction. Mm-hmm. Jeff is here abusing the soundboard. I am. Nichols is here. Surprisingly, on time, sitting quietly. Oh. The earliest. Nicholas yeah, I, was here first, and I Ruben wanna, is here last. I, yes, I want to say something. First of all, I was here on time and before anyone else. I walk in, then Layton walks in. Then Jeff, and the last person to walk in is Ruben. And the, if you know Ruben, the last and the least. Oh, and not least. <laughs> if you know Ruben, that is very uncommon. He's usually the first one here, but today it was not so. <sighs> Thanks, Nicholas. You just Ruben's gave me a either great, the first one great here compliment. Or he doesn't show up at all. That's true. True. That's because well, then that's not true. Well, actually, yeah, it is true, Jeff. Thank you, because <laughs> that means I'm on time, or then I'm just not there. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, if you're uh, joining us, thank you. Obviously, you're joining us. I did have some feedback in person. Oh. Last night, I was meeting uh, Miles. Uh, he has the Biblical Grounds segment. Uh. You might have forgotten because it's been a while. And and uh, a former <clears throat> school teacher said, hey, when is Miles going to be back on the podcast? This was Miss Overholt. Uh, we decided that we didn't like him anymore. And so I asked, uh, I talked to Miles afterwards. And you texted him? No, I talked with him in person. Oh, so he was there. Yeah, I was actually <clears throat> meeting him at the coffee shop and uh, happened to like run into someone, a listener of the podcast. Anyway, Miles just recently came back from Israel. Israel. And he sent some photos, to, or one photo to me, a video actually. And we were talking a little bit, yesterday we were talking a little bit about his time there. And, uh, yeah, he, it was interesting. Obviously, Leighton and I were there a few years ago, but it's crazy how quickly you forget oh. the different places and the mm-hmm. things. Anyway, so Miles, he's thinking about uh, – actually, he basically said he would come on to talk about his time in Israel. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's going to be a few weeks. It'll be in January. Oh, I love stories of Israel. You um, were there, right, Leighton? Yeah. No, Ruben was too. Yeah. Ruben Jeff, should me and you go <clears throat> since Ruben and Leighton Yeah, we went. should go to – no, let's go to Egypt. Ooh. Somewhere where they haven't been that's also biblical. I want to. I want to go to like the. Like, I would love to go to Greece, Middle East. Oh. I, I want to. What go would you like to see in Greece? Athens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The. Uh, mm. But what is it called? The the Pantheon. The Pantheon. Wait, I've they, been that's to Rome. Actually torn down. I've been it? to Rome twice. But they have like models of it. So I guess You've that been kind there of counts twice. Yeah. Pantheon. Jeff, that seems kind of strange. Like, why would you like Rome? Is obviously oh. a very interesting, amazing place. But I'm surprised you would go there twice versus yeah. going there once and someone somewhere else once. The plan was to go somewhere else, <clears throat> but oh. uh, well, we were, no, we were going to hit Rome. <laughs> Actually, no, we were we were going to Rome the first time I went by my with my siblings, and then the second time I went with my wife. And the only reason we went to Rome the second time was because my wife wanted to go there. Oh, and uh, because of COVID, we were limited to the country of Italy, so otherwise we would have been. 
all over the place. <clears throat> While you were there, did you do as the Romans? Yes, I did. <laughs> and what did the Romans do? Very big bread. No, didn't did you, you make take... dough? Did you make a? I made pasta. Yeah, didn't you go I to took a pasta, pasta class? I took a pasta class, and, and yet that you have not was... made pasta for us yet. <sighs> well, I'll make pasta for you sometime. That was epic. The pasta making class in Rome was epic. Did he turn you? Did he convert you into a pastafarian? Not quite. Oh. That is a thing. It is. Yes. No, it's not a thing. No, no it's, it's a, a joke thing. thing it's a joke thing, but it is a real oh. joke thing. Like you're not. It's not original with you. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, uh, somebody. Right. I, the the story I think goes that somebody made up the the religion pastafarian so they could wear a colander on their head for their driver's license photo. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> That's that's the way I, that's the way I heard it. <laughs> so we've got some things to discuss today. We have a lot of things to discuss today. Wait, we did get more feedback. I know we're gonna, uh, get, we're gonna get to the feedback, but oh. we didn't talk about Layton's uh, grand time at the PWI Christmas party. Oh, oh yes, oh, we need oh. we need to like that. the poem. We need to hit that and the poem and Chat GPT. That's right. But first, and we have an edible, and we have coffee. But first, we have some feedback to get to. Oh. Uh, Catherine Beachy Yoder wrote in, and she said, Nicholas, congrats on the new human. I love his name, my grandpa and great-grandpa's name, by the way. Oh, Fun fact is that your great-great-uncle was named Noah Beachy. Too bad you never read my book. Hold them near, or you would have known this. Happy parenting. Hold them near. Okay, hold on. Is this like, what kind of book do you think that is? (laughs) Catherine wrote a book? Wait. Yeah. Who is Who is Catherine? Catherine Beachy Yoder. She's from Arkansas. She she related to us? I guess so. Or she knows... You're great. She knows your great-grandpa. My great-grandpa? Yeah. Which I'm guessing on my dad's side? I think so. But that's not a beach. Is it beachy? Do we have beachy on our our side? I don't know. I guess guess if you would have read the book, you'd know. I don't read the book. Read the book. Okay. And hold them near. And hold them near. It sounds like a, uh, I don't know. Is that the book title? Yeah. And Hold Them Near? Hold no, Them hold Near them is near. the book title. And Hold Them Near. Just Hold Them Near. Oh. And Hold Them Near. Okay. No. <laughs> That's what I heard. And Hold Them Near. I heard it. And Hold Them Nearest and Dearest. <laughs> if you just hear that title. Jeff, I just read this book. It was insane. It was so fun. It's called Hold Them Near. What kind of book do you think that is? I think it's a book about children who died. <laughs> oh no, it does have an ominous yes, feeling. No. Like it kind you of better does. hold them close because it sounds like overprotective parenting. Helicopter, helicopter mining before there were helicopters. Wait a minute. Yes, I'll stick with that. <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you, Catherine Beachy Yoder, for for writing in. Um, and by the way, Noah doesn't necess- doesn't mean that. Doesn't mean that his uh, his last name was Beachy. Just because this is Catherine Beachy Yoder, he could have been a hostetler, Noah Hostetler. Oh no! Didn't she say Noah Beachy? She said Noah Beachy. Oh yeah, you're right. She said Noah Beachy. <clears throat> he was named Noah Beachy, which <sighs> means that we're related. We're related to her then, most most likely. Yeah, I think we are. Catherine, can you please write it and and show us how we're related to you? Yeah, we want a detailed detailed family tree. A Connect tree. me in there yeah. too. I'm pretty sure I'm in that tree somewhere. Oh, somewhere for sure. Oh, Jeff. 
Well, every tree's got a bad apple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. All right, so why don't we why don't we get the edible <laughs> edible out of the way, and then Leighton can tell us about how he ended up on stage yes. being made being the butt of a joke for a almost literally, almost literally being the butt of a joke. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. A, it was is, is, is yeah. somewhat butt related for sure. It was. <clears throat> um, also, we should have talked about this coffee. When I walked into the room, I smelled the pre-ground coffee, and it smelled like <laughs> pancakes. I distinctly got the smell of pancakes when I walked in the room. Uh huh. Did it like make you? I smell fruity pebbles, but not like syrup. Like specifically pancakes, buttery okay. pancakes. Had a little bit of like a mapley. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Just like the fresh, like, yeah. I don't know. Baking soda e dough. I'm just tired of flavored coffee is all I can say. I'm ready for back to some just plain old coffee. It's definitely flavored. I'm going to say buttered toffee It's my guess. Buttered toffee. You know, speaking of this coffee, though, it smells really strong, but the taste is not as strong as you think. Yeah, it's not as strong. It's, it's, it's like, like it kind of blends in it, with the coffee. It, I would say it's less distinct than the mistletoe kiss that we had for that the past was, two weeks in a row. That was the smell or the flavor? The flavor. The flavor. That was, well, two weeks ago, the flavor was very subtle and great of the mistletoe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But last week, it was not so. Yeah, and we have to do that again no. so we can clarify. You know what we need to do? Next week, we need to get the same beans and taste it. Because they stopped making that mistletoe beans, and they started making this one, and I wonder if we got the fresh beans, if we try this next week, we get the same amount of that, uh, that nasty aftertaste flavor. So you're thinking the flavors are best when they're fresh? Yes, 100%. Mm. Main what's, Street. Walk into Main Street and say, hey, what's the fresh coffee today? I'll take some of that. 100%. I don't think coffee goes bad that quickly. <clears throat> yes. No, uh, yes. Two, two to three weeks. After a week, they it is it is like, it is I think with the flavors, it is possible the flavors like soak in 100%. more, and and change a little bit more or something. Bitterness. Mm. Anyways, Layton, what's this coffee? This coffee is <clears throat> a flavored coffee. Uh, other than that, I don't know much more. No, I. What's the name of the flavor? It is holiday tradition. Is the name of the oh. flavor? Mm. I'm trying to find it on on Main Street's website so that I can, but it's kind of I, I can't click on anything. That's your phone's problem, I think. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a three. I'm gonna give it a four. I oh, like it. Go. I like it really no, good. No, good. I love right. it. You ready? Four. Two timeless delicacies: sweet chocolate milk fudge and rich oh. creamy caramel. Hmm. That's what it is. That's Buttered fudge. toffee. That's what I said. It's exactly what I said. Well, toffee <laughs> is toffee caramel. It's close to caramel. It's close-ish. No. Uh, I'm not a, a toffee. Layton, what's your rating? I like it. I'll give it a four. Four? Yeah. Ruben? Uh, three. Three. All right. Okay. Two threes and two fours. That's a 3.5. I will say this. I that's, was amazed. That's, that's pretty good. I was amazed at how there was a lot of, like, oil on the beans. Mm-hmm. They were like wet. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know that that was a thing. It must, is that the flavor? I think it's like it is more fresh cuz when I when I brewed it, it like kind of bubbled up, which is only like only really fresh coffee does that. See? 
my my theory is getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. As, Just like this, and so flavor. is the flavor. Yeah. Okay, but hold on. I want to go back. Is this as good as that missile? What is it? What was it? The mistletoe mistletoe kiss. Kiss. No, the mistletoe kiss got rated higher. I know, but was it? If you you three were here that first week, was it as good? It was better than. It was this. better than this. Oh, okay, I don't know. I don't know. Cause this is good. Yeah. All right, Jeff. What are we snacking right, on? We got an edible from my mom. <laughs> And she gave me some of this last week, and I forgot to bring it in. What is it? And so, to make up for it, she gave us each one. Oh, wow. A whole box oh. of these things. Thanks, Jeff's so mom. This yeah, is, thanks, Jeff. Um, this is uh, chocolate with coffee in it. Mm. It's the Costa Rican Tarasu Ooh. Um, inside uh, of the chocolate. It's really good. And did your mother make this? Mm. Wow. Mm. It's dark chocolate. Mm. And it is really milk, good. Milk chocolate. Milk milk slash dark. This is delicious. Mm-hmm. Dude, Jeff. She could sell these. She could. She could. I'd buy them. She, could, she could just give them to us every week. She mm, could, yeah. For a little edible. She could make bank. <laughs> make bank. <laughs> There's only one thing that can make bank, Clayton. What is that? Storage sheds. <laughs> That's a, that's a, that's a deep inside joke. That is, yep. Years of joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Man, this is really good. I can't. It stop is really good. It. I literally can't stop eating it. Mm. Yeah, we have a box for Theodore as well, but he's not here, so oh, I'll take know. his box. Yeah, <laughs> I'll make sure it. Gets Jeff, how does your mom? How does she make these different shapes? Because this chocolate, it's not just cut in squares or cubes like you would think. There's there's animals, and then there's also what I can yeah, only I got a little imagine dinosaur. Yeah, is a little. Uh, I think it's supposed to be a coffee bean? bean. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a coffee bean. She obviously has some molds yeah. for these. She does. But there's they're, a, they're very well polished. There's a specific like process shiny. in how you heat chocolate to make it tempered, and I don't know exactly what that is. I mm. should know, but I don't. <clears throat> but it has to do with how you heat it uh, and how you let it cool. Mm. The sad thing is, our listeners won't be able to, to taste this unless your mom does sell them. We could auction off Theodore's box. Oh yeah, I like the idea. Highest bidder that's willing to drive to PWI and pick them up gets it. How about this here? The the our favorite comment on the Ooh. Facebook page. Oh, mm-hmm. can I comment? You can, but yeah. we won't count it. Oh shoot. You have your own box. I know, but it's so good. <laughs> Don't be selfish. So if you want a chance, comment on the Facebook <laughs> And I was the one that was trying to get the box, make sure that it gets to Theodore. <laughs> All right, Layton, why don't you tell us about um, the PWI Christmas party? Did you describe it at all last week? No. Mm-mm. We didn't get to it, really. No. Man. <clears throat> you guys we, have really, really no, fallen we, behind. We wanted to wait for you because <sighs> you were more heavily involved than most people. I mean, I was, I was more involved than what I. You were a mainline even, attraction. You I, were like the sideshow, I or like the pre-show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the main show, like the guy, the uh, ventriloquist, he was threatened by my presence because I had already, which, which probably, I had gotten the crowd so warmed up. Probably why he invited you back on stage to make fun of you, to knock you down. Yeah. yeah. Which, which he did do quite well. Mm. Well, he tried. 
I have to say that you you the the jokes against you were significantly more mild than some of the other ones. Well, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I agree. So tell us what happened. Okay, so sadly, well, first of all, I got a I got a call from Ryan <coughs> a couple of hours before the banquet started at like four o'clock, and he tried calling me. I was in the middle of a meeting, so I just texted him back and said, "Hey, I'm in. I'm in a meeting right now. I'll call you once I'm done." He said, "That's fine." Get done with the meeting. Call him back, and he says, "Hey, I got some, uh, something, something kind of tragic happened a couple of weeks ago, and we're we're thinking, you know, what happened was, well, wait, I'm I'm not gonna say what all he said about it, so I don't spoil it. Mm-hmm. But he said, I'm gonna send you something something over to you." And I, I'm thinking that, you know, maybe we might read this at the Christmas banquet, but I'm not sure if it's funny enough to actually read it, and I want to get your input on it. I was like, okay, yeah, send it on over. So he emails it to me. I read it. It's a poem that one of the employee's <coughs> wife's co-worker oh, wow. wrote. Mm. Employee's wife's co-worker. Yes. And I read it. I thought, I thought it was kind of funny. Sure. And so I just text back, hey, I, I'll give this a 7 out of 10. And and I just left it at that. I was I, I figured, okay, you know, he just wants my input. He he knows that my taste in humor is pretty well refined. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to know what is truly funny and what's not funny. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Would you have been honest if you thought it was not funny? <clears throat> Because it was Ryan? Yeah, or just anyone. Like, what if it would have been atrocious? <laughs> atrocious? I What's the lowest rating you would have given it? I, I, well, this is like a low enough, this is, this is a small enough podcast, I'm going to say this. I, I, I asked Ryan, like, what is the scale? How was it? I, I forget what 10, like, 10 is like the funniest thing you ever heard. And one is like, the Hoosier Crane Christmas uh, <laughs> Christmas video. Cringy. Like the cringiest, like, oh, uh, uh, so like, from entertaining on one, one side to, to ultimate cringe on the other. For sure. And like, which, that was the scale that we we're going okay. for. And out of that scale, I gave it a seven. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it wasn't cringy. No, I don't think, so. I didn't think so. And I thought, no. I thought it was funny. <clears throat> yeah. So the, 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 the poem details an event. I got there. I got there. And Ryan's like, hey, he comes up to me, he's like, so you say 7 out of 10, you know, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> is that a yes or is that a no? And I was like, yeah, I, th- I, I think you should go for it. You know, he's like, okay, well, I got the copy here, I, I got the copy here, and I'll have it ready for you, and I'll call you up when I'm ready for you to read it. I didn't know I had to read it. <clears throat> I thought you were just asking my opinion. Oh, it's funny. He's like, no, no, I want you to read it. That's why I, that's why I said it to you. And, and I said, "Well, you know what? I don't think it's actually that funny. <laughs> you, you know what? I think I think we should just let this slip. By. <laughs> it's fine." He's like, "No, no, you got to go for it." <sighs> so I did. I sadly I can't read it. I, I don't have it. I don't have a copy with me. What? Were you wanting me to read it on the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, he emailed no. you. Did he emailed it to you. Oh yeah, he did email. He emailed you. <sighs> mm. 
Your memory's way too good. <laughs> you were trying You're to get away with it. So, so, so as a, as a leading up to this, the, mm-hmm. the event was was something that happened. The poem is about something that happened, and it was uh, a big enough deal that Ryan himself, as the CEO, was involved involved and was really questioning why he was involved. It, it, it raised it raised a lot of red flags, and Ryan was like, "What's going on?" Well, uh, I, I think it, it's, it's interesting to know <clears throat> um, how he stumbled onto what happened. He was giving a tour. He was I giving think, a tour to some uh, other CEO to, to, to a other, bunch of other CEOs. Other CEOs in the area. Oh no! When they stumble upon, <laughs> it was a big meeting. I think. Should, should we just <laughs> should, should, should we say what it was like? I won't say what happened. Yeah, it's fine. But he stumbled on a bunch of guys in the same bathroom stall. Yeah, at PWI, and in 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 kind of an awkward situation. Like, what's going on here? Like, everything okay? <laughs> Should we be concerned? Should we be filing sexual harassment lawsuits? For sure. What's going on here? My question is: <clears throat> Did Ryan walk in the bathroom with a bunch of these CISOs, and they saw it, or who saw it? I think, thankfully, he went in first to check. Because you know how PWI is. You gotta always check if the coast is clear. You know, especially after you, this. You'll, you'll never know what you might walk into in the bathroom. No, not really in the bathroom. Just oh, anywhere. Into the anywhere. Bathroom. You just yeah. go into building one fab shop, and it's like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> you know, you got one guy on a forklift. You got one guy running a robot. You got one guy welding. One guy's running a crane. Another guy's trying to wrap something in saran wrap. It's like, it's just a madhouse. All right, read the poem. Okay. <laughs> All right. This, is, <clears throat> this poem is titled, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And Charlie, <clears throat> I guess, is, is the employee. Charlie is an employee at PWI. Yes. He's in uh, parts and service. Yep. Yep. <coughs> Let me clear my throat. <clears> Still <throat> battling a cold. A little incident happened recently at PWI. The details might make you laugh so hard you'll cry. Apparently, Charlie had to answer nature's call, so he went to the bathroom and entered a stall. Things were going well, without any hitches. That is, until he stood up to fasten his britches. It seems his keys fell out of his pocket and were flushed on the toilet like a Russian rocket. Charlie then stood there in complete disbelief as he knew this incident would cause him some grief. Maintenance was called to help with the task. This was the craziest thing that had ever been asked. The toilet was dismantled and sat to the side. At this point, they all had to swallow their pride. These keys had to be found no matter the cost. Charlie had to have them. They they couldn't remain lost. As luck would have it, walked in the prez. And out of his mouth, here's what he says. Can I ask what you what you are doing? Please make please give me a reply. I'm in the middle of a tour and I don't want them to sigh. We're searching for keys down that dark abyss. We're using this hook, but we always seem to miss. We've got to keep trying. There's no doubt about that. They have to be under where Charlie just sat. <laughs> the president understood and left with a nod. The effort continued with the hook on the rod. A few minutes later, the keys were retrieved. You could tell on his face, Charlie was relieved. 
Here's the moral of the story. Please let me explain. Hang on to your keys or they could disappear down the drain. (laughs) That was very well done. Oh, that is. Yeah, that is. That that was good. Has a Dr. Seuss feel to it. Oh, for sure. It does, totally. All right. I I, I made the joke to Ryan. Instead of this poem being written by Dr. Seuss, it was written by Dr. Sewage. <laughs> mm. Anyways, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I read that, uh, and uh, yeah, like you know, what was it? Two hundred and eighty plus employee. Yeah, there was a lot of people there. Company probably. supper. Yeah, probably probably close to three hundred people. Wow. I'd say plus a couple plus a couple puppets. Uh maybe no, maybe not oh. quite three hundred. Maybe like two two thirty. Yeah, maybe. Were were uh, kids there or just just adults? just adults? So it was like <laughs> no, there was employees the and their spouses. A in the audience. There were a couple babies, babies, infants. Yeah, heard. So, Lane, you were also then asked to come up on stage to help the ventriloquist. <clears throat> it's true. Uh, and in case no one knows, this ventriloquist is called Ryan and Friends, mm-hmm. and he is hilarious. Yeah, he was. It was really good. <clears throat> Did you know he was going to call you up on stage and ask you? Not at all to help. No, um, of course, like in regular fashion. Ryan doesn't give you a heads up. <laughs> and that's not exclusive to only company banquets. <laughs> Definitely uh, spills over into work as well. So one of, <laughs> one of the, the ventriloquist uh, was telling a Bible story with his puppet. Mm-hmm. He, was talking about, he was telling the story of David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. And he asked you to come up on stage. And... Yeah, just tell us, yeah, what, 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 what were you thinking or what did he ask you? He Well, number one, it was really hard for me to understand him. like The whole time or when you were up on stage? The whole time. Like where, we were, where we were sitting specifically, we were actually sitting up close to the stage and way off to the left. We were like the, the up front, stage left. left. Stage left. We were stage left. This and, and like the acoustics, like rather than hearing him... We heard the reverb from the back. Yeah. Oh. And so there was like this weird delay, so I couldn't quite follow his lips. And so there were like probably, I probably missed about a third of the mm. whole thing just because I couldn't understand. Uh, we Plus were, when he was doing his puppet voices, that, that was also hard to. Yeah, because he, he wasn't moving his lips then. Right, you can't read anything. Yeah. He was, he was superbly funny. Like, I have not laughed that hard in a very long time. I was, I had tears. And, and Louisa said, we were sitting right behind Rubens, and my wife Louisa said that it was almost as enjoyable to watch Ruben laugh <laughs> as to hear the ventriloquist. Anyways, I loved it. I, I was laughing a ton. I, yeah. I honestly, <clears throat> we were talking about it afterwards. I don't think I've laughed that much in my life. What? In like you know, in like an hour and a half or hour period. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. No, it, it was hilarious. I especially once Norm got up. Norm also was Norm, invited the maintenance up. man, yeah. Yeah. He was also invited up. With you? No, not with me, but after Separate. me. Yeah. There was a bunch of people. Kyle was invited up. Yeah, he needed that. Yeah. Did, they, <laughs> did he just make fun of you or what? Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, okay, so so my part, I got up there, and uh, he wanted to tell a Bible story with me. Okay. And so he, well, him and, uh, what was his name, Jeffrey? Yeah, it was Jeffrey. Yeah. Little, Jeff. Little Jeffy. Jeff, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey the little puppet. Yeah. 
and and me, <clears throat> and they wanted to tell he wanted to tell the story of David and Goliath, and so he says like he starts out the story and says you know Goliath is he goes out there and he says and I, I'm supposed to be Goliath. Gotcha. And he looks at me. And I, I say, like, come out and fight me or something. I don't know. And he's like, oh, that's the VeggieTales version, which actually is true. <laughs> like, but, like, yeah, I didn't is know. It, is it the VeggieTales version? <laughs> oh, yeah. And is that what was in your mind when you were saying it? Oh, yeah. That's funny that he picked that up. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's hilarious. But, but also, he knows full well, like, no one would actually re- would be able to remember the exact word for word that was said. Like, Nicholas, would you know what he said to David? No. I'll feed you to the birds, apparently, is the quote from the yeah. Bible. I didn't actually even look it up yet. He, could, he probably uses some kind of weird translation <laughs> that I don't approve of, the, 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 the passion translation. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he's like, then, you know, he's like, oh, you, you just, you're just saying the, the VeggieTales version. You, you have to say, you know, the real thing. I'll feed you to the birds. And so, like. And then I say that, he's like, no, 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 you have to get a lot closer and, and like, really look down on little Jeffrey. And so I get really close, and I, and I say it again, I'll feed you to the birds. And, and then um, he makes a comment about my bad breath. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. <clears throat> um, that is funny. Oh, it, it was good. Uh, and then after I was done, at some point, I think Norm was next. Was it Norm after me? Mm-hmm. Or was it Darren? No, it was Darren. Yes. Yeah. Darren got up. He made Darren put uh, the puppet in the box. Yes. And then the puppet hated him the rest of the night. The puppet was had a real creepy voice when he was talking to Darren. Yeah. So like Gollum. Darren. (laughs) It was really freaky. Oh, for sure. It was great. Uh, But then when Norm got up, Norm was actually tasked with... Maintenance man Norm. Maintenance man Norm was tasked with actually being a fellow puppeteer. Yeah, and to, like to run an old lady's mouth, and, and and like he did a terrible job at it, and that was what was so funny. Uh, you could just tell the whole time he was like not into it at all. Oh, no. and it just made it, even, made it even. Yes. Oh, <clears throat> so was it? Good. Do you think it's really that hard to move? The, one of the things that Norm struggled with was just moving the mouth up and down, <laughs> and the and the puppeteer made fun of him a lot. Yeah. But it did seem like, come on. It, well, it was actually the puppet made fun of it. Well, true. It wasn't the puppeteer. I mean, <laughs> puppeteer had nothing to do with it, right? I've never, have you ever used a, a, a puppet? Yeah, I mean, I've done, I've done a little bit of sock puppet, puppetry. Is it that hard to open and close the mouth of a puppet? No. It's just your hand. Yeah, but. It's like, right? You know, Norm, he's used to twisting wrenches. He's not used to like <laughs> clasping opening and closing things it was it like, was really funny like running a pump or something <laughs> doesn't do that very often oil pump well, well that's with your arm though it's not clasping opening and closing with your hand yeah but when his up class... and down open close norm open close it was like the whole time oh it was so funny oh uh, yeah oh, it was so good mm, that's funny <sighs> yeah I was laughing pretty hard we need to wrap this up <laughs> look Ruben. <laughs> Ruben's just like eating he most of his chocolate. Right? Ruben's doing the old open, open close. Open close. Open close. <laughs> oh. uh, chucking those. Ruben. Chucking this chocolate chocolates. is super good. Oh, that's funny. Into his gullet. There's a lot of coffee in there. Mm. 
All right. Well, what's next on the docket? <sighs> well, we were, I, I, we're I, going to talk about uh, oh, yes. Chat GPT. Do we want to hit that this week, or do you want to save that for later? Um, I think there's a lot it, of like philosophical discussion to have about yeah. it. Ethical. Tell people, tell people what it is, Jeff. <clears throat> yeah, and then, uh, but let's not go into it. Okay, okay. Yes. I agree. That's a good, so, good idea. So, yeah. if you haven't heard, if you're not current on the on tech news, which I'm not judging you if you're not, okay. But <clears throat> the the latest wave in tech news is this new technology that's been released called Chat GPT, and it's made by this company called OpenAI. And it's their logo chat. is six six six. I'm kidding. Not. Good. not, not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 a it's a web-based chatbot, all right? And it is a, an intelligent computer that you can have a conversation with or ask questions or or um <clears throat> and it is disturbingly good, like freakishly good. Like you can tell it uh just about anything you want. You can ask it questions just about anything you want. Um it doesn't have any like particular political bias or anything like that, but <clears throat> that you know, like of. that you know. Well, actually, you know, if you ask it biased questions, it will tell you I'm trained not to be biased. Um, so uh, whether it actually has them on the inside, I don't know. But anyways, <clears throat> but it's polling. I don't know where it gets all this information from, but it it can do anything. It can anything that you can do with words or text. It can pretty much do. So it like um, you can tell it to write a poem. You can ask it to write a paper. You can ask it uh, to ask you trivia questions and tell you if you're right or wrong. You can uh, ask it to write code for you. Um, you can, yeah, just like uh, some of the examples that it gives is uh, explain quantum computing in simple terms. Uh, how do I make an HTTP request in JavaScript? Like just different stuff like that. And it, it's, it is strangely good and you can feed it even just a really small amount of information about a person that you know and ask them to write a poem ask it to write a poem about that person and it's it's like scary how 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 cool of a poem it comes up with like so there's a lot of debate on this and you can try this out it's completely free just go to um chat.openai.com and you do have to um create an account yeah. In order to use it, but and I, <clears throat> yeah, I, I did it. It took a little bit. They actually didn't let me create it right away. Okay, it said there were too many requests. Yeah, sometimes it's too and so too I, busy. I just tried it a little bit later, and then it then it worked. Yeah, uh, they they have. I've noticed in the past few days they've have improved it quite a bit. It's faster. Uh, it lets more people on at once and stuff like that. But it is. Um, yeah, you can you can. Uh, it's it's also conversational. So if you ask it a question, it gives you a response. You can respond to the response, and it will intelligently. Like, respond back. I just signed up. When Jared started talking, I signed up, and I'm in. Is that how it looks? Uh, you have to go to oh, not the chat, the oh. chat part of it. Anyways. I think you're, you're in it. You just have to click to a different uh, oh, text page. Completion? No. Oh. Chat.openai.com slash chat, forward slash chat. Anyways, uh, you can also just Google chat GPT, and then it'll, it'll take you to the main page for it. Then you hit try at the top. Um, there's a little button. Anyways, so uh, if you haven't tried this out yourself, make an account and try it out. It's mm-hmm. cool. E- everyone who's listening that's like halfway, <clears throat> you want to know what we're talking about, go ahead and register and just ask it a couple questions. Yeah. And you'll you'll get it instantly. It's not just about coding. Right. Or just yeah, about, you know, giving answers about 
like or or just about writing poems. Yeah. Like it, it's very let's, let's, very very broad. Let's use an example. Um, um, I'm gonna say my co-hosts and I run a podcast called the French Press Podcast. My co-hosts are Ruben, Layton, and Nicholas. Please write a poem, a short poem, about this podcast. <clears throat> All right, and it's going to give me a, a little a little poem. It's thinking here now. It's doing it right <clears throat> now. The French Press Podcast, a weekly show which oh hosts four, Ruben, Layton, Nicholas, and you, together sharing stories, ideas, and more from current events to culture and art. You cover a range of topics with your smart discussions mm. and perspectives on the air. A treat for the ears beyond compare. So tune in and join the conversation with the French Press Podcast, a source of inspiration. For all those seeking knowledge and wit, a must-listen for any Francophile a bit. <clears throat> I don't even know what a Francophile is. Francophile. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. What is a Francophile? <laughs> I'm asking it what that is. Ah, a Francophile is someone who has a strong appreciation or love for French culture. Uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, it's not perfect. Like, yeah. like it didn't quite get it there. But, anyways, it's yeah, it's that's not. So yeah, next time you have a, a problem or a question, you can ask Chat GPT. Yes, and and and, and the the real uh, questions come in like, okay, what's going to happen now with students who have access to this? Because anybody has access to it right now. What's going to happen with students who use it to write their papers? I wonder if it does book reports. It will. What's a book? Very common book or, or popular book. Charlotte's Web. All right. So, so these, anyways. These are, yeah, good job, Jeff, of, of introducing it. But, yeah, I, I'm serious. Like, go, everyone out there, it's free to sign up. It, it doesn't take long. All you need is, like, I think your first name and your email. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Uh, your phone number, too, because okay. it texts you a code. Okay. Oh, air. Yeah, sometimes it'll have an error. It's not perfect. It's it's new tech, but anyways. But yeah, register for it, and then maybe you have some questions. Maybe yeah. your maybe the winning comment will be something about Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, ask us your questions. We will maybe get to them. Uh, but we're gonna have our own questions that we're gonna explore in our next episode, where we dive into this and 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 talk about it a little bit. I have some opinions. Ruben has some opinions, mm-hmm. and they may not align. Oh. And Lane's planning. <clears throat> On using it for sermon prep. Yep. I, I never said that. Oh, okay. Oh, you already did. I did. <laughs> did I? I did get. Yeah, I did try it for, for this last sermon. And it did make a reference to some scripture that I wasn't like. I hadn't thought of using it. Yeah. And then I did use it in my sermon. I think that it would be. Well, anyways, we're getting kind of in the weeds, but I think it would be really useful for generating like outlines and stuff like that, where you can still take on your own really ideas good for but, brainstorming. Yeah, for brainstorming, especially or like I used it to write simple code at work. That's like would have taken me a half an hour to write, and it wrote it in five minutes. And it wasn't even it wasn't hard to write. It was, it was pretty easy, but it just was a lot of code yeah. that would have to be written. Wow! So <clears throat> it's doing it. <clears throat> it's literally making a report for Charlotte's Web. Yep. Okay, thank you guys for listening. Anything else before we wrap up today's episode? Um, oh, I this is a topic that I thought of yesterday. I was thinking about what is a tradition that you do in your family for like a Christmas tradition. Mm. But it's we can talk about it next week. It's next fun. next year we can talk about it. Yeah, 
It's hold off Christmas, for a year. Are we, are Christmas we gonna, is happening before yeah. our next yeah. recording. By are the we way, doing we, it next week or not? We are not I think podcasting we next week. I agree. Yeah, next yeah. week. Next week is Christmas. It's between Christmas and New Year. Yeah. We have a lot of family things going on. And, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. So it's too much. Have oh. a Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back on January 3rd. 3rd. Yeah. Wow. 2023. 2023. Hey, can I see that? Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, that is a good topic, Nicholas. Maybe we'll have to talk about it. Yeah, write in, uh, you listeners, write in what your tradition is for Christmas. It could be. Anything, and I guess that means you have, you, have, you have two weeks to drop comments. In two weeks to win this free homemade it's container be, it's, of chocolate. Let's go, let's 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 um, boy, it's gonna be two weeks old. Is it gonna last that long, Ruben? Surely your mom can make a fresh batch. Uh, maybe, I yeah. Either way, it'll uh, it'll last. And we can chocolate. mail we can mail this chocolate. Chocolate, I don't think ever gets old, does it? We will mail it sure. in some bubble wrap comment, for you. Comment, we'll we'll mail it. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. All right. Anyways, Nick, uh, Layton, what's the point? The point is, Ruben, Costa Rican Tarasu grounds are really good in milk chocolate. And point number two, don't drop your keys in the toilet. And what's our word of the week? <laughs> word of the week is chocolate.